Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody loves to come to my shop and buy pens. I've got the only stationery store in the street. Everybody loves to come to my shop to buy pens. The only stationery store in the street. I've got the only stationery store in the street. That's that's not an anything. The only stationery store in a street is not a claim to. Do you think it's the it's a any direct... kind of interest or uniqueness? Uh, I mean, if you own the stationery store in a suburb, even that I don't consider to be particularly impressive. <laughs> All right, you, yeah. you need to be the only stationery store in a city well, or a state, and then you've got my attention. Well, as you heard, the lyrics state and a major city that everybody loves to come to her <laughs> store. <laughs> To buy pens. To buy pens. I right? was listening. So so maybe it's not... Maybe she doesn't know why her pen store, is so stationery store, is so successful. And she thinks it's because she's the only one in the street. But there is something she is doing right in this stationery store that is <laughs> makes everybody love to love. come to her pe- stationery store to buy pens. Maybe Maybe she is actually also the only one in the state. Well, maybe yeah. she's got a terribly state. Terrible if she state. was the only one in the state, she would also be the only one in the street. Tell you what's fun. What? That the words stationary and stationary are so similar. I just recently. Like a stationary found... cupboard? Yeah. And, in both senses. And of the a word. stationary cupboard. But you know, one's spelt differently. Oh, yeah. And, and the reason is because it comes from a stationer. Right. Uh, which was. Uh, I think the people who either <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> but that's where it comes from. I can't remember what what a stationer did, but I, possibly I, he had stationery. I, I suspect that it it could very well be that once upon a time the people who had to do the most little bit of fiddly writing down that sort of thing needed pens and stuff were people who worked at train stations, right? Had to do a lot of writing, a lot of things coming and going, right? So they had a lot of pens, train stations. Now nah, banks probably had more. Forget it. I don't know. Look, I, somebody. Googled this in front of me the other day, and I know stationer is involved in somehow. That's why it's just stationer e. You know, uh, there was movement at the station. Uh, yeah. Can we start again? Really? I think it was. I think it's been a good start. <laughs> Great. Can we keep going? Can we keep going? Look. <laughs> yep. This is what the part that people don't normally hear. Yep. Is that we often start again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we could keep one start again. Yeah, okay, all right. In, but, like, I just, you know, there was the, <laughs> I mean, there was the stationery store. I mean, that's not a sketch. But no, but it was fun. I mean, and is the there song a sketch? was great. I mean, is there a sketch in a lady who runs a stationery store and she thinks it's going well? Like, yeah. she's, she's doing killer business and she thinks it's going well because she's the only stationery store in the street. But there is something else going on. And she doesn't realize what it is. Maybe it's like the town conspiring against her in a positive way. Wow. 
right? So either they feel sorry for her or they just love her and want to see her succeed. And they're just buying all their stationery from there when they could easily get it online for way cheaper. (laughs) Or down the next street. I mean, in a way, that's... There, there, there will come a point, I think, where the only reason that anyone goes to any in real life stores is pity, right? And maybe the only reason that any of us remain in the physical realm will be pity. pity you know, you know, we could all probably, you know, transcend to digital forms, right? Sure. At yeah. some point in the future, mm. but it's gonna you're gonna feel really bad about all the people working in the foot massage business because there's not much. It's very hard to massage the feet of a digital form, right? And and yeah. and so we'll be like, oh, all right, I'll maintain my physical existence. But the reality will become the dominant driving force mm-hmm. between behind life will no longer be the drive to live and to survive, and that will be replaced by pity. Sure. Okay. So, the, so the, it will be the survival survival of the pittest. Pity. Pity. pity p- most, pit, most pity. Most piteous. Most piteous. Well. Pity. Well, I I do like the idea of maybe a sketch based around this time when this technology to trans transcend your human form kind of yep. comes out, and then the you know the idiots who are like. I'm not doing it because I like to experience world the the normal Those way. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now we're all the idiots in a way. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. we don't know any better. Every human from the beginning of existence. Every every until m- the first person who transcends their physical <laughs> form. Is an idiot. <laughs> in retrospect, yeah. Every morning I get up and I look down at my body, my physical form, and I say. The second I get the chance, I am out of this. this like, is so that, primitive. All right, I am going to ditch you. Yeah. Like nobody's business. Yeah, you heard me. Because what I will be doing will be nobody's business. No. It'll be all the mind. The body of a person with no body. Yeah. Uh, I, I. I. Okay. Okay. I think. I think. I think that transcending the physical form, becoming a digital entity. It's a great. Great jumping off point. Okay. Now I'm I'm more than happy to mock those remaining in the physical physical realm. Yeah. Um, I I just I I don't quite see the comedy angle in that as yet. I I, I think it'll be. Well, I mean, also, it's just a parallel with like the people who don't, you know, don't get iPhones, iPhones and different things sure, like that. Sure, and sure. I don't watch TV. Uh, I don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. But can we also uh, parody somehow the people who want? Android stuff because they want to be able to customize their phone. Ah, fuck off! What? What, what are you? What's so great about customizing the interview? You can change the color of your background on your text wow. editor. You have been sucked into that Apple cult, boy. Well, okay, or <laughs> bloody, what did, what did you do with your when it, your landline? Did you customize that, mate? No, but I've I have yeah, an Android, but I I haven't customized it. Yeah, well then, you're fine. <laughs> You've been sucked had, in, I boy. Had, I had two two uh, phrases I could have said locked and loaded yeah. <laughs> then, and one was fuck you, and the other <laughs> one was you're fine. And I was just like, no, nah, no, you're fine. I mean, you've already tried to bail on this episode. You can't give me a big fuck you. <laughs> can't pretend to care that strongly about anything. Now... <laughs> uh-huh. 
All right. Well, wait. Where else can we go? Like, but there's. I mean, I think there's. I think there's a lot of humor in like you could dedicate a whole episode of this. Sure, but you can't get out of the fact that we don't have a good idea for a sketch by saying we could turn it into a full episode. (laughs) All right, I I see what you're trying to do. The old switcheroo. No, no, no. I think you just like, there's not enough here for a sketch. Right, this is a feature film. We don't write a sketch. We just we just turn on the cameras and we just see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is genuinely how we sometimes we we've, we've made some sketches. <laughs> a long time ago, that was a long time. It was a long ago. time ago. Did you remember? Anyway, one time there was a time where I was like, "Here's my idea." <laughs> <laughs> and I put somebody under a blanket, and I like, and I, and I, I ran into the screen. I was like, woo, 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 woo. I do and I was not waving my that. arms, and this was like my idea for. I was like, oh, I th- I'm pretty sure I could improvise this. There was no story. There was just shapes. It was a podcast. It was a. I was like, I think sketch comedy can transcend a story and language, and it can just be. Essentially dance, but like very abstract <laughs> and like sound oh. art mixed together. Because uh, uh, I mean, in a way, that is true improv, right? Because you know, a lot of these improvisers, they're going out there, they say they're making it up on the spot, but they're using words we've heard before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the English language, please. I think you've been practicing that. All of um, this was rehearsed. Um, you came... I saw you walk into this building with those clothes. <laughs> I want everything improvised. And when I say walk, I mean walk. And here you are walking again on again. the stage. Yes. Could you maybe improvise another mode of transport? Hack. Yeah. And no, Slither has not not been already come up with. I wasn't sure if that sentence made sense. There, how's, that, how's that a sketch? How's there some... <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> true improvisation true, true improvisation i guess you know the truly great improvisers are capable of totally deconstructing their bodies into like component molecules and then reforming <laughs> them into like a totally novel organism to which we're utterly unable to relate on any human level it'd be like meeting an alien so to... and then they can act out a scene <laughs> In a coffee shop. <laughs> and can I get a location? <laughs> Phone booth. Doctor's office. Remember? Well, I've never seen one get there before. <laughs> sure, you fell on it. <laughs> I see breathing. I've seen breathing before. I think That's a heckler. I think I think the sketch is in an improv coach who's like some genius of the form. Who's he's like Adele Close, right? Who's just so bored. You know, he's 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 just so brutal. And we can see people talking about how. Um. You know, maybe it's a sort of a documentary about his method. Maybe he's died, and there's a documentary about his method. A lot of black and white filming of interviews and that sort of thing, and then people talking about, mm. you know, what it was like to be in his classes. Yeah. You know, and he was so brilliant that his his improvisation was um, like nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, when he was on stage, his body would actually 
take on n- literally things like colours that I didn't know I that the rods and cones in my bra- in my eyeballs were capable of. He showed me parts of the universe that I didn't have senses to experience. <laughs> <laughs> Transported into another dimension that was. He pure actually confusion. became my sensory organs as well as the tableau that I was witnessing. Mm-hmm. 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 I, think that's, I, I, think, I think I really like that. That's I very really good, Andy. It. You really turned that into something. Man. Uh, but, uh, and now, Lestelle, that was all you. <laughs> You're throwing a blanket over someone. <laughs> Yelping. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not willing to say we're any better now, but certainly in our earlier stages of our comedy career, yeah, there were times when we would do almost anything to avoid writing. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, come up with a podcast where you come up with sketch ideas. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but you know, these days we love to write. We love to write. Mm. Mate, I'm just always writing. You want to know about my process, mate? I yeah. get up 6 a.m. I write four hours before the kids get out of bed. Really? Right? Yeah. Your kids then... get up out of bed at 10 a.m. Yep. I that put is... them back. I, I put them back down again. And as a person who is about to have kids, 6 a.m. If you think that that's a time before the kids get up, <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, right. Is there a sketch in parents talking about how hard they have it with their kids? Right, sure. Sitting like, around talking, you know, it's basically it's the four Yorkshireman sketch, yeah, right? That's all. That's <laughs> I'm people. trying to figure out how it's not that. Yeah. Um, if, um, unless unless they're they they're either talking about how they've got it easy. One's trying to outdo how yeah. easy they've got it. Yeah. Or it's because I mean that's we've, one thing that annoys so you. Easy, you talk about like one that that our know, little like, Dale. He um, he's just an angel. He is. He never cries. He um he sleeps so easy. He hasn't moved for four months. That's how good he is. Oh my god! I think you're. Does it end with? I think your baby's dead. Oh my god! That is the worst <laughs> ending for anything. <laughs> but, but I mean, but that is amazing as well. That yeah. it's like it's two people talking about how easy they've got it, and then one cup one couple is just not aware that their baby died. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, look, that is very dark. But in a way, I mean, I guess they're still getting good sleep. That's oh, I mean, I mean, in a way, you gotta be envious. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be the second punchline that the other couples are like, "Oh, you're so lucky." Yeah, oh, you're so lucky. What a little angel! Dead. Oh my god, it's oh. so dark. Yeah, but but it it still in my mind fits a decent sketch structure and joke structure that yeah. I feel like it would be idiotic not to write it down. Yeah, I I I think you're right. You know, obviously, you as a, a newish father and me as a you know soon um, to be currently twice the father you are, and but uh, but currently pseudo father. <laughs> yeah. Presumptive. I'm yeah. the I'm the father elect. I'm like Donald Trump. <laughs> um, uh, I'm like Donald Trump. Like I needed to explain that joke. <laughs> Fucking hell! I hate myself. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, obviously neither of us would ever make a sketch that this is this is macabre because the way of sensitive to. Well, you know, when you become a father or a father elect, obviously you change, you know, and you see the world in a different way, and um, you know, in a way that. People who aren't 
fathers who or who aren't not fathers in the way that I'm not, um, then they, 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 they don't know what it's like, you know, in the way in which your whole world changes. Absolutely. Absolutely, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Um, I, I would put my name to this. Yeah. I, yeah, I would put my name to this and I would create it. Uh, I think it's got a lot of potential. This could be big. This could be the next dead parrot sketch. <laughs> the dead parrot <laughs> sketch. I was going to say this could be the next um, make a realistic wish foundation. Yeah, foundation. I don't think you would you would tie this to a network. No, I don't think a network would put their name on this. I wouldn't do this to a network. No. I care too much about the networks. They've I been just, through enough. No, I care about too much about f- future employability. Um, but sure, but you know, maybe a streaming service. Future employability is, I think, the the closest I have to a conscience. Yeah, I you think know? so. Yeah, I I don't know if there is. Is uh, that you, my conscience? Uh, no, this is um your future employability. It's <laughs> like he's just sitting on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess he's just a like a recruiting agent. I wouldn't do that if I was you. <laughs> is that you? My inner conscience, my higher self, my better angels. No, uh, this is your future employability. And then on the other shoulder is your former <laughs> poverty. Yeah, or yeah, or like, or your or your your former wild self, like the the like the cool guy you used to be. Like, yeah, like, or you know, maybe like your your what about your your former self who was like really happy being on the dole. Mm. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. So one of them is just you in a suit, and one of them yeah. is just you in a in like a hoodie. Yeah. With with like greasy stains and a bong. Hmm. Would you say that grease is the most iconic of the stains? <laughs> uh, I don't know. The bolognese stain. <laughs> yeah. Is pretty good. It's, it's probably more. But striking. Definitely, some of <laughs> some of that is definitely oil. Because you got the oil from the oil that you put in, let's say to cook sure, the so to I... cook the onions and things like that. But then you've also got the uh, the mince meat, and depending on the grade of mince meat you got, <laughs> could be uh, a lot of fat. Could be it. a lot of fat. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that you know, long after the tomato and the chunks of uh, onion have dried and fallen off, mm. the grease is still there, still doing the hard work. Absolutely, you the know? grease so... is definitely. So yes, you know I'm going to answer your question. Yes, it's the grease <laughs> is the most iconic of the stains. I'm just going to put this out there. Semen. Whoa, I mean, like it's a big one. It's a big one, but I don't think it's it. It doesn't have the visibility and, or the durability or the durability. Right? I think yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that a grease stain will 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 transcend washes. Like will 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 go through multiple washes. Sometimes. That shirt will never be the same again. Absolutely. Right? Or pants. Or jacket. I'm an equal clothing opportunist. (laughs) Um, But but a spaghetti stain, like, it'll lose its red. Its red won't be as vivid, you know, much like the the memories of of your youth and things like that. You know, they'll eventually fade away. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and that shirt will look, although worn, kind of cleaner. Um, is there a, is there a sketch in the iconicness of the grease stain? 
I what about, what about ode, a dry what about cleaner? an ode an ode to the grease ode thing? To the grease. And what about a dry cleaner who comes to respect the grease stain? You know, like like in in the, in the way that I assume I well I haven't read Moby Dick. I assume Captain Ahab eventually came to respect Moby Dick, right? Yeah, for for its its you know the, the, this. <laughs> I mean, if you were writing Moby it, Dick, in a way, in a way, uh, the the grease stain was uh, the dry cleaner's white whale, uh, and while we're on that, white terrible color for a whale. <laughs> That's right? oh, because it stains. It's and, gonna... <laughs> and whales are notoriously oily creature. Absolutely. Oh, imagine that skin. It would just be a mess. I sometimes I wake up cold sweat. Dreaming of having someone comes into the dry cleaners, and they've got a a, a white whale with them, and I think, oh Christ! What kind of whale was the white whale? Was it Chantal, a blue? Chantal, get the machine ready! Um, and is it one of those brushes that spins that you attach to a hose, yeah. and it's just? Or do you think he has to hook it up? He puts a plastic thing over it, and he hooks it up to the hooks in the in the dry cleaning thing. <laughs> he clicks it, it goes off. And it goes around. off. <laughs> Tries to go through quite a small hole. The whale. <laughs> the, gush, gush, gush. They probably explain what kind of whale the white whale is, but is he a blue whale? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think. Sperm. Oh, it could have probably been a sperm. sperm. You think sperm? I mean, that's that's the only white whale I know. You think sperm? Uh, I, I think he could. I think he could have been a uh, hump humpback. Oh yeah. Or a southern right whale, but was it was it a was it an albino? A minky? Was it an albino? Did it have pink eyes? Yeah, I think it was an albino. Also, he he was having trouble with an with a whale that didn't even have good eyesight. Does he? Do they go into its eyesight in the book? I know we both haven't read it. We're speculating here, <laughs> but I think I think if I was writing Moby Dick at the moment, right? Maybe I will. Maybe yes. I'm going to reboot Moby Dick. Yes. People aren't rebooting the classics. <laughs> can we Just, can we have an interview show in which you interview <laughs> people who you know a lot of people will you know when seeking to know more about uh, a great work like Moby Dick would seek to interview the author yeah. Moby Dick. <laughs> but I think seeking to interview someone who hasn't read Moby Dick. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be something. You got uh, Yeah, surely. like like um like a like a like a like a speculative literaturist, mm. yeah, mm. Uh, you know, or a, a speculative English major. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read the book. Yeah, but I assume that uh, <laughs> somebody that was on 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 uh, sort of Ishmael's crew, yeah, uh, probably uh, used to make fun of him for the fact that his. You know, the, like the whale that was, you know, like the bane of his existence, and the, and you know, the, I think that's Ahab. Ishmael Ahab. Was, oh. uh, was just one of the sailors on oh, right. the. Uh, oh, so it's from the point of view of Ishmael. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, Ahab. I apologize. Sorry, I feel like I know too much about the story to be part of this uh, interview. No, no, no. I think, I think, look, a little information is dangerous. It's a dangerous right? thing, and we yeah. love it. And I don't think you have too much. I think <laughs> even if you had read the whole thing, and the memories would have faded, and you would still almost be in a, you know, a little knowledge is a glorious thing. Anyway, I just think that some of the people on the crew would be making fun of him for the fact that not only is this whale, you know, really really making a mockery of him, but also it has terrible eyesight. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think so too. Anyway, maybe it's killing them through, maybe it's like hunting down people using echolocation. I didn't even I only found that recently. Whales use echolocation. Yes, yeah, sonar. Sonar. Yeah. I, know, I certainly know the dolphins do it. I I haven't I haven't heard. I, do, do you have you heard that other whales do it also? No, but I I when I heard it, I didn't hear that there was a particular type of whale that did it. I wouldn't be surprised if that big old, like the size of their head, probably has something to do with sonar. Right. Like, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has something to do with picking up. You picking know, big, up. Huge. It's like a bloody well, dish. deep, deep. Sounds would be bigger than probably most fish. You know, like the the size of the wave would the probably, wavelength. Yeah, yeah. So that big head might have a purpose. Uh, what was the sketch within this that we were? I uh, I'm trying to get back to it. Um, before we, I think even before we started talking about the whale. Yeah. Right. The white whale. Oh, the grease stain. Grease stain. Oh, to the grease stain. Yeah, I, I think I think the dry cleaner who has come to respect the grease stain, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> like somebody hands him a thing and he's like ah a my grease old, stain my old friend ah. I knew you'd be back <laughs> ah a noble enemy it, but but almost like it torments him it's like I, I picture it being not no country for old men but I feel like there are you know there's almost a sort of a western vibe about someone who has had this enemy that they've pursued so long you know, and so hard. Mm. You see him waking up in the middle of the night, like in a cold sweat, because he yeah. knows there's one just soaking in a bucket somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And he wakes up and he goes, oh, like that. And he goes and he pulls the shirt out of the He's bucket. Like, and, he, and he looks close. He's like, ah, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But, I mean, you, you in your, in every reference you've made to the process of this dry cleaner, Alistair, uh, the using of a big brush <laughs> with a hose, uh, the soaking in a bucket. I'd just like to point out that none of these have been dry. You seem to not have any idea what a dry cleaner, what a dry cleaner is. You're right. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm just. I just thought. I guess I was. I was picturing just a, a normal launderer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just no, your no. run of the mill launderer. I made. It's funny when you sometimes you do go into the dry cleaners and you'll show them a stain and they'll say, "There's nothing we can do about this." Really? Yeah, I've had that. I've never taken clothing into a, <laughs> a, a dry cleaners to get a stain out. Well, then you're the perfect person to have on my podcast about dry cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. it's called wash separately. And uh, really? yeah, we talk we talk exclusively about stain removal and the well, dry cleaning really business. Wow, <laughs> Andy, you should start that as a as a not a joke as a serious serious thing. Uh, life direction change. I think about that all the time. Just like, a serious life direction change. I'm just like, no, that's it. I'm no longer going to even try to be funny. Uh, I am going to. 
uh, repair bicycles. Or my latest thing is I'm going to open a, f- a farm. Oh my god! It's a, a, a farm for rescued animals. Why? So I'm just going to give it all up. I'm going to have a farm for no, rescued animals. That's not that. <laughs> no, Andy, that's my calling. Well, that's what I'm going to do. No, so. I mean like I like because I think I do still I do carry a genuine fear that you like. I think you're you're you know like when somebody is like a a threat to killing themselves. What's that called? Like suicide risk. Yeah, you're su- suicide risk. Self-harm I think you're risk a huge career change risk <laughs> because I think you care about family so much that I think that the, like the nervousness that hits people in the arts, roughly mid thirties to forties, that makes so many people drop out. You're very prone to. I'm to, vulnerable. You're very vulnerable to, to, to listening to that urge to because doing the you, right thing for yeah, my family. Absolutely, to giving up on everything. <laughs> he was so promising. Oh, he was this. Oh, Alice but, said saying stuff like that's not going to turn me away. Right? No. I mean, if I could leave while people are still going to say I was promising. Yeah. I mean, that I is mean, like an open door. I don't to know a if there are any chicken. I don't know if there's any promising forty-year-olds. I don't know if anyone's chicken? ever seen I a promising said a panicked swallow. Sorry, carry on. A panicked rescue swallow. Yes, see at my farm. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Um, I was just saying that I worry about that happening a lot. No, well, thanks, Al. Um, thanks for worrying about me. Yeah, no problem. It's but my also, second under- favorite thing to being thanked. <laughs> but I also underestimate you. So, <laughs> so at the same time, you know, it's not a huge compliment, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, so. Wait, where were we? So we did the dry cleaner. What was there anything in that conversation we just had that that was about changing careers? But changing before, careers. oh, well, okay. I, I think I think the idea of like putting someone on suicide watch. Now that in itself, not funny. No, necessarily. No, no. no. I mean, greater comedians than I probably, but I can't think of something. So what if instead of suicide watch, it was you know if you're at a, you've been identified as being at a high risk of getting a bad haircut or something like mm-hmm. that you know if you, you see somebody if you see a friend who seems to be in a vulnerable place maybe you've seen them expressing a lot of dissatisfaction with their current haircut or looking into mirrors and sighing while flicking their fringe what about it's like it's like minority report yes so there's like pre-crime yes but with this it's pre-bad haircuts Great. And so there's three sort of bald people <laughs> laying in pools. Perfect. <laughs> right? And then they get a vision. Right? Yeah. And and then there's a there's Tom a team. Cruise. Tom Cruise obviously. Uh he's you know, and then he, he gets in a helicopter and he gets there to stop this person from going yeah. into that place to get a haircut. Or, you know, or he he changes what he's saying to the to the like to the hairdresser. Yeah. So he's just go like whatever you feel like. Yeah, you know whatever. Like, like that. He, busts, he goes. He like comes in. Maybe even shoots the hairdresser in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's hugely graphic. Yeah. Like that. Uh, but he's got a team behind him that comes in and cleans up, and then he gives instructions to the like the sous chef of hairdressing, the uh, yeah. the assistant hairdresser. Uh, you know, like short back and sides, comb t- to the right, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. make sure you uh, make the most of his widow's peak. You know, do something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, really... and then this hairdresser, this apprentice hairdresser in their, you know, their white smock 
covered in blood, still shaking, shaking. trying to short back inside. Yeah. How long do you like? <laughs> A number three. And then they and then they begin. Yeah, I think that's great. I think like we could justify this. We could say that um maybe you know, um the United Nations or some other large powerful organization has has done the cost benefit analysis and they've actually discovered that um the social and emotional effect and consequences of bad haircuts mm-hmm. actually have a bigger negative effect on the world Great. peace and economy than all of the murders combined. Great. And so they've got a squad. So they get rid of the justice system. Yes. And they, well, I mean, there probably are, there are probably worse things than crime, Alistair. Sure. You know? Uh, super bugs. There you go. Yeah. I mean, but in a way, aren't they criminals? Why has no one made a movie called Superbug? And it's about a little bug who has got a special power. Who can fly. He can fly. That is his special power. And he flies up into the sky and through it and then down to a place. Through it. And then he does a good... A good... uh, Landing. Landing. And it helps a friend. I guess a, a a superpower for a bug, you know, probably isn't flying. It's probably something like... Being a human size and unable to be squashed by the the most populated uh, huge animal yeah. in the world. The most populated huge animal in the world. Are we the most populous huge animal in the world? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there, Alice. I don't know if I want to get into it, to no. be honest. Okay. Most popular. Most popular. Probably. I mean, if you vote in TV week, we usually come on top. I mean, a lot of people talking about the risks of overpopulation. What about the risks of overpopulation? <laughs> uh, this is where, you know, uh, not that we have too many people coming into this country, but where the people in this country, everybody likes them. And they get too much TV exposure. Too much TV exposure. Oh, my God, that is a serious problem. Maybe invited to too many parties as well is probably a thing. But, like, everybody does? Everybody does. They find a way to make everybody famous. Wow. That would be... How do we turn that into a sketch where everybody is famous? (laughs) Like, what would that world even be? Well, nobody goes to the regular pubs. They all go behind the the velvet curtains at, at like, (laughs) the VIP clubs. Yeah, okay, that's 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 really fun angle. Like is just it reduced to absolutely everybody whenever they see someone else screaming, "Oh my god, can I get a photo?" Right? Like is that the so is only that, is that the opening the opening shot is two people seeing each other from a distance going, "Oh my god," then running yeah, towards yeah. each other and then going, ah, "I'm such a big oh fan." And then they swap pads and they yeah, sign things. Sign like things, that. take photos. And then from then on, you start to try to explain the concept. My friends are not going to believe that I met you. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a photo? And yeah. then it's both of them holding up both their cameras yeah. and taking a double selfie. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, 
and then they right, explain the happen. way in which it happens. So yeah. there's maybe maybe some mathematicians have been working on it for a long time, which is what is the amount that you need to be have everybody be exposed to everybody. Yeah, in order for everybody to be famous. And I mean, it does seem like it's easier and easier to get that 15 seconds of fame or whatever mm. it is, 15 minutes of fame, where, you know, it's not just Justin Bieber, it's now Justin Bieber's mum, and then Justin Bieber's mum's friend will have a reality TV show following her life as the life of Justin Bieber's mum's friend. And then, mm. you know, but then also, there'll be someone else who's a character in that, and they'll have a show. Yeah, but then there's also, like, people who just decide that they're going to wear 70s clothes for a year, and then they get 15 minutes by, yeah. like, they get interviewed on television and things like that, and they go, so, like, why are you doing it? Why are you dressing, like, in the 70s for a year? And they go, well, well, you know, I got all these friends. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just thought it was a challenge. You got to live. You know, you only live once. And, and then that. there'll be one person left who's not famous, right? And the TV will do a show about them. And then they'll get famous. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a like that's a good place for it to go. Thanks. Much like so, everybody's Coffs been in Harbor. Like everybody's been in the Big Brother house at some point. So you've really got to know their personalities and things like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Everybody knows everybody and like what their thing is and mm. how they're. It's just, you know, I guess, it's like you know. Tweets are so short. Everybody and, has a perfume range and a line of lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> It's just something that's available on your Facebook page or like on whatever yeah, the page at, at yeah. the time is. Everybody's got one. That's good. And uh, nobody yeah. has a job. Everybody is like a freelance designer DJ. Yeah, and and but but also like you know like tw- tweets are small and vines were like you know six seconds. Well, they've just found a way to compress the things that people make into something that's so small that you can consume, you know, millions of people's worth of stuff. Yeah. Within <laughs> within a day, you know. What could that be? Like, it's just a photo of somebody's face with different emojis on it? Or, or it's like a... I mean, this is not funny. This is more sci-fi. But now it's a, you're, you're at a place where... Da- or sci-fun. Sci-fun. This is like... But where data uh, is getting transferred to you no longer via the, the existing senses, right. but directly into right. your brain so, in, as huge amounts of information. Yeah. And, and then you... At that point, though, you don't even really need any of the information, right? Because there's just going to be so much. Yeah. All you need to know is that the person is famous because people are just famous for being famous, right? Yeah. And like when it comes to Kim Kardashian, you don't need to know really anything about her yeah. except that she is famous. And so if we can just get some like little thing where everybody has like a blue tick that says they're famous. Yeah. And or, your brain I mean, just confirms that. It could be that they that, that they that they have a work or they do they do something, you know, like that there there's something that sure, famous for mean, but it was just downloaded in there. But but maybe you, you, your thing is kind of simpler also and just kind of Yeah, I I mean I mean you can have yours as well now. You can have all the information there and then just a little summary at the top of the piece of information, a little little F. Mm. Everyone's filed under F for famous. That's great. That's really good. That's a good system. <sighs> it is. I feel bad for the people who are running the pubs that nobody's going to, but I don't feel that no, bad because I mean, they get to be famous. No, I mean, people are going to the pubs, right? Well, only, only the, just v- the back VIP corner. clubs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right, well, there's a that's little good. rope. So I, I think that's a great shot where you see everyone's crammed in behind the rope yeah. there, and then the rest of the pub is empty. And every pub has become more of an, a VIP nightclub. Yeah. But then there wouldn't be anybody at the front door or, or, you know, like, you know, like a bouncer 
Cause I well, guess we kind famous. of really need robots in order for this to be a thing, Great. don't we? See, that's the way like, that... We need a total robot workforce. And maybe once we have, you know... Hey, if we're going to have a universal basic income, yeah. why not have a universal really high income? Absolutely, right? Where yeah. everyone's a super famous billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Oh, wait. I thought of something. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then, also, you find out that everybody's realized that... I'm looking forward to finding this out. Fame is not the answer. Fame doesn't bring you happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and so, now everybody's famous, but in a way, everybody's also kind of unhappy. Yeah, okay, great. And then, does everybody try and become a recluse, right? <laughs> and somehow... That intrigue only adds to their fame. That's right, because now they're hidden away, and so now people are like, <laughs> they go, oh, everybody's being spied yeah. after not being seen for yeah. a while. Yeah. And you go, oh, he's got a beard now. Like, you know, like, Paparazzi, there's drones following him around. You know, like how they see Letterman now, and he's just got a big Santa Claus beard. and Really? Yeah. And he's like really happy now. Oh. Yeah. Somebody's got to chase him with I a think, camera. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good um, idea. We're technically good on idea. six ideas. I know this is Boom. already quite early, but... Uh, hey, let's call it. Let's call it. All right. Um, all right. So we've got the uh, the introduction of the transcending your physical form technology and the situations that that might bring up. Uh, I don't think that counts as a sketch. You don't think so? I think that that is a good scenario. To... It's a good scenario, Alistair, but this isn't the show where we try and come up with five scenarios. I know, but I think it's very easy to take real-life scenarios. This is this is what, like... like Incidentally, what, why, uh, yeah. any car companies looking for a new sort of line of cars, Yeah, like the, the oh, Nissan the... Scenario... <laughs> That is a I mean, gold. It'll it sounds like a car. It'll it'll you know it, it And it could take you anywhere. Oh, that's great. There you go. Um, you never know where you'll find yourself in a scenario. <laughs> <laughs> which in a way does bring us to our second sketch, which is the the true improvisation coach. Which yeah. Is, which is a guy who can do absolutely anything. <laughs> And improvise every aspect. Like he yeah. doesn't go in speaking a language, right? Because like, or a language that you would recognize. Yeah. Uh, he creates new forms of communication. <laughs> he he takes new shapes. He takes he he creates colors and 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 other sensory perceptions from mm. senses mm. sensory organs you don't even have. Yep, I think that's. I'm really happy with that. Yeah, and it's him teaching improv. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So then number three is uh, parents trying to outdo each other with how easy uh, they've got it with their babies, yeah. right? You know, so like, oh, mine sleeps so much. Oh, yeah, mine loves, like mine, you know, mm. oh, mine's already talking and things like that, right? And then later on you find out that one of the parents, one their their baby's been dead for quite a while. It's very dark. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't think we need to specify. I know we don't need to specify, but I, I think just the darkness just, is implied. I think it's implied when you say "dead baby," but it's and it makes me feel so awful because anyway. But but at the same time, I just say that to cut through the ten the the tenseness that comes after saying something about a dead baby. Dead baby. Number four is a dry cleaner who's come to respect the grease stain, like it's his white whale, his uh, slightly off-white whale. I, yeah. <laughs> his, yeah. <laughs> I yeah I I like that uh, you know it it really is being reunited with an enemy but 
over time, not only does he respect it, but he comes to love it mm. and and like see the secret to existence within it. Oh, brilliant. And he also sees all grease stains as being the same grease stain. You know, this mm. simi- same eternal grease stain. Yeah, just... That pervades. Much in the way that puddles are all part of the uh, the big... It abides. It abides by the, the you know, the huge body of water that is, that, that is our planet. Oh, I must say, that's, you're bringing water back into it. You just don't understand dry cleaning. <laughs> You're thinking of wet cleaning. Um, then there's minor, Minority Report, but instead of pre-crime, uh, it's with bad haircuts. So it's pre-bad haircuts. Right. Uh, you know, and people are being saved. Hairdressers are being murdered by Tom Cruise. Yeah. And just trying to work out if there's a pun on Minority Report that we can do that includes haircuts in some way. <laughs> scanning, scanning... No? Oh, great. And then we've got the number six is our scenario uh, where everybody is famous. Yep. Again, another great sci-fi type scenario uh, in which you could build multiple sketches around. But we also did come up with a lot of actual... But th- this one actually did have multiple sketch ideas, I think, within it. Oh, really? Well, you know, there's the parts where there is the one guy who's like the last not famous guy who's getting, sure. you know, who's got the TV show kind of about him. Which makes him famous. I think that's that's kind of in itself. Like, I know I've been pushing a little bit outside of the podcast, maybe a little bit on the podcast, for like a sci-fi slash philosophy show. Sketch show. Sketch show. But I think that these are the kind of things that we would do uh, for it, where it's, look, it's this is a Good full episode. Well, Alistair, I hope that when it comes to making this show, you maintain control of the program and don't get somehow sort of pushed out by the network so that you can still make these calls and put well, those sketches in the show. I think the benefit to to something like this would be is that the premise being consistent through the whole episode doesn't have to... Like, it might be restated a, l- a little bit, but it doesn't have to be restated for every sketch. Yeah, totally. It's famous for it. It's just, you just, we just make it clear that we are in the world where everyone's famous yeah. somehow. Yeah, so in a way, it's kind of like an episode of Black Mirror, but... In sketch form and multiple mm. sketches, yeah. So it's black pocket mirror, black pocket mirror, multiple black pocket mirrors. There you go. Thank you. That's perfect. No, thank you. And you know what, Andy? That is our episode for today. And that is our episode for today. Day, today, day, day, today, day, 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 today, today, day, 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 today, today, day, 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 today, today, day, 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 all this afternoon. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast, everybody. You can find us on Twitter. I am at stupid old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB. You can find the podcast at Two in Tank. We're also on Facebook at Two in the Think Tank. If you'd like to go on iTunes and rate the show and give us a rating and subscribe and subscribe our other friends. Yeah, and if you know other people, then make force them to listen. And but if you don't, you know what I've. F- but if en- you don't know other people, if you don't know other people, <laughs> apart I'm from us, just letting you know that I enjoy spending time alone as well. But sometimes listening to humans without having to connect with them. So you know, our listener numbers are so low <laughs> that we have to deduct our own subscriber numbers from us downloading the show ourselves to get a true picture of how the podcast is successful. I forgot about that. I haven't been doing it. 
<laughs> Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Significant percentage. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.